Two. Welcome to the third show of Total Meltdown, Pwn.com's official podcast. This is G Nitro, and with me as always, Major Valve Whore, my co-host Clover. <laughs> hey everybody, Clover here. How are y'all doing today? I hope well. Same, same. I hope everybody's having a good time since our last uh, podcast. I know I've had a good, good time. <laughs> Yeah, I've actually had um, some time this week. Um, it's been, uh, this last week has been my spring break. And I've actually had some time to play video games, believe it or not. Very, nice, nice. Very Wish I had myself. spring breaks. Yeah, well, you know, I had midterms recently, and uh, that kind of screwed with my gaming schedule. I had to put it away for a little while. Um, but I did recently get a chance to play a few games, which I guess we'll talk about later. Um, first off, we've got some awesome news, updates, and things we want to talk about the website for you guys here. Um, definitely, Nitro, you definitely. want to start it off? Yeah, um, I know we may have touched base on the last episode on some of this stuff, but um, some of the things we're going to discuss are like the articles, news and articles on Pwn, the blog features, and uh, a daily blog contest uh, by Blue Wolf 72 a.k.a. Aaron, for those who know him in the shout box. Um, but we'll start off talking about the articles. Um, one of the new things on the toolbar is the articles. Uh, it's news and articles, and it's written by different members of Pwn. Uh, I believe we've got uh, Navy or Navi. We're still trying to figure out how to say her name. We argue it over it a lot. Um, we got Hades. <laughs> yeah, Hades, uh, Blue Wolf 72, and chromosome she's yeah. always on there um so definitely got to check that out i think it's a cool feature what i mean uh do you have any uh input there um i think it's good i actually had no idea it existed until somebody posted a bulletin the other day i know it's still a fairly <laughs> uh re- re- recent feature that's been added um for those guys who still know what i'm talking about you know in articles it's located between invite and blogs on your navigation bar currently. Um, I don't know if it might get moved around sometime in the future, but uh, you guys should totally check it out. It's basically like Kotaku or Dig or anything like that. A whole bunch of our members go around the internet, find some news about the gaming industry, you know, that interests them. And uh, it's, it's really good. It's got some good insights. Um, for those of you guys who don't like to check, hundred different blogs like I do every morning. Definitely check it out. Yeah, definitely. I definitely I like it because it keeps it it doesn't let everybody input, so it keeps it to what is definitely basically what it says, news and articles, because that's what the blogs are for for everybody else to post. So it's definitely um nice to have and I hope it gains more articles and news soon, kinda like the way Kotaku or Joystick has their setup. Um, be nice to have our own so I can just go there and not to the other sites. <laughs> but um, the other feature is in the blogs. The blogs are now featured in the toolbar as well and you've got them now featured on the page, the top rated blogs basically, top bumped. Um, bump is a new feature added in there where you go in, if you like the blog, you press the bump button and it adds a bump to the thing, and whoever has the most is in the top spot, and I believe it stays up there for about a week. 
Um, five days to a week. I know after a while it does come off because they don't want to just keep it on there. So, trying to get um, Clover's uh, blog up on the top. <laughs> so make sure everybody goes read that and give yeah. it a little bump. And for those of you guys who uh, have no idea what I t um, we're talking about, I don't normally post many blogs, I guess, on my Pwned blog because I work for a couple different sites where I have to write and post blogs. Um, but recently I posted a, you know you're addicted to Pwned.com when, that's that, that little article. And I just wrote a couple of the ones um, that are kind of personal to me and that I know definitely fall for a lot of you guys out there. Um so if you guys, you know, want to check it out, my profile's pwn.com slash clover, with this with a three. Um, check my blogs. It's my newest one. Um, and, you know, bump it. Uh, add a comment. Tell me what you're addicted to pwned. Uh, I've got some really great um, people giving some insights, some great laughs. Um, and I definitely want to hear um, what you guys have to say for this. I don't, I don't want this blog to ever die. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, it's a funny one. I read it this morning before I went to work. <laughs> I was laughing. I was like, "Oh God," because I checked. This was the first thing I checked after waking up. <laughs> Speaking of What's funny, <laughs> Aaron's blogs—they're getting really entertaining lately. Um, I guess for those of you guys who don't know, what I'm talking about Blue Wolf uh, 72, aka Aaron, um, hosts daily contest every day. Uh, he posts a blog. Um, each of the contests got a different theme. Um, it's kind of interactive. It gives you something to do. And uh, I know you uh, entered one recently, Nitro. Yeah, he had one um, on one of the previous Wednesdays. Uh, it was on March 12th. And it was one that was uh, facing a hole. And basically, you on this website, facingahole.com, you find a setting and you take a picture of yours and you put it onto one of the faces in the setting. And let me just say, the cake won't make you pregnant. Um, yeah, for those of you guys who may be a little bit left out, uh, I think uh, you uploaded the picture to your profile, right? Yeah, <laughs> Dude, if you ever take that down, I'm going to upload it onto mine because I, I shit you not, I was laughing so hard that tears were coming from my eyes. I was yeah, I was laughing. Scaler. I could not breathe. <laughs> I was definitely laughing when I was posting it up. Uh, I can't believe how well it worked. But um, besides that, I mean, back to actual contests, um, you'll win points off these, by the way. And sometimes he's giving away free pwn.com shirts to those who win. And... It's a nice way to see what other people have and see their sense of humor. I mean, I've seen some good stuff when he did the comics, um, the YouTube videos, or the videos that they found. It's all, been some really funny entries in some of these contests, and definitely look forward to more in the future. Um, they seem to be getting better as they go along. Yeah, so. you know, I, I've won one already. Uh, there's probably a couple I could have entered and had an advantage to, but I figured, you know, I'd let a few people really seem like they wanted to enter win. <laughs> um, what was it? The boxing and boxers one. That was one of my favorites. Uh, I had won, I had won a contest uh, the day prior, which was take picture of you and your controllers, and I whipped out about <laughs> 15 of my controllers. Um, 
And, I did not see that yeah, one. Yeah, and he let me pick the next contest. So I said, I said, uh, boxing and boxers because girls can wear boxers, and I totally wanted to see some guy boxer pictures. So, I'm glad I missed that one. Oh, I don't no, think anybody wants to see the beer gut. Posted. I was a little bit bummed. I was hoping for more pictures. Um, there's some really good ones. Uh, yeah, not, not nobody wants to see the beer gut. As I had hoped, but. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, the beer gut would not go over well. Might actually drive people away from the site. We'll well, I don't know. Uh, Andy's picture from the uh, face and hole. It's like the old oh, beer gut right there. <laughs> yeah, that'll be me in about 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Change your name to Jebediah. <laughs> I shall. Marry a woman named Sue. You'll be good. <laughs> Gotta get my gun. <laughs> Alright, well I guess uh, speaking about contests... Um, resident Valpor here uh, has some great news for all of you Valve fans out there. I'm sure you've heard about it. Um, Valve.com is sponsoring um, a contest for the website. It's a two-week-long, I believe, it probably, I'm not sure the exact end date, but probably about a week from when this podcast um, will be airing, which I guess be about the 15th or the 16th. So it's, it's going to end probably around St. Patrick's Day, uh, week here you after. Go. March 28th. March 28th. Well, sweet. That's longer than I thought I had. Yeah, 6 p.m. Eastern, so... Try and beat you got my profile, I dare you. <laughs> my profile is apparently not that amazing because Nitro stared at it and didn't understand any of it. Oh. I don't know. I, th- I guess um, I've seen some so far that are really good. Okay, only one. <laughs> um... Only because I played Portal, that's probably why I got it. Neil? <laughs> Neil's, definitely. I will yeah, definitely mention this, for those of you guys who don't know what I'm talking about. Um, Neil has themed his profile to the Portal End theme song, the little black screen yeah. with all the text. Um, He's known as Neil Leet, for those who are wondering. Um, one of our favorite guys. Uh, love Neil to bits. And I already told him, um, you know, this isn't against anybody else here, but I haven't seen any other profiles as of yet. But I told him <laughs> that him and I better win first or second place, or some somebody's seriously going to get their their butt beaten. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, guys, um, check out the contest. Basically, just theme your profile to something Valve-related. It could be Half-Life, Orange Box, Counter-Strike, you know, Dave Defeat Source... No, actually, there's only four games that you can do it with. Oh, is it? It's uh, yeah, it's Counter Strike, Team Fortress 2, Half Life 2, and Portal. Okay, well, I only did those four games, so well, I snuck yeah. in Gary's mod, but technically that's yeah. Half Life. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know if they're gonna. We gotta make sure that uh, you guys do this right. Well, maybe not, because Clover really wants to win, so she's trying to throw you off. That's what she's trying to do. Do some Halo and some <laughs> Bioshock and. <laughs> Oh, World, of World of Warcraft, definitely go for that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but guys, um, definitely check out this contest. The prizes for it are awesome. Yeah, we've got um, first place is one orange box ticket, stickers, two t-shirts, posters, and a thousand points on Pwn.com. Um, second, <laughs> second place is one orange box ticket. One shirt and 500 points, and third place is a shirt and 250 points. So. See, my whole thing is, I actually pretty much check the Valve Store website every day. And if not every day, at least once or twice a week. 
depends on how busy <laughs> I am. I have, for those of you guys who really want to know how obsessed I am with Valve, um, I've bought a total of three posters from their website, the Aperture wow. Laboratories mug, first generation, and the Portal Plush Companion Cube before they, you know, jacked up the price and were no longer able to be bought. Um, <laughs> I have a parking sticker for Aperture Science. My number is 850, for those of you guys who are curious. I also have two bumper stickers and a shirt coming in the mail. <laughs> so, I I am definitely a Valve fan. Um, it's pretty much all I play at the moment. Um, and it's what I'm really competitive in. And I love it, you know? Who doesn't love Valve? And if not Valve, <laughs> Portal. I mean, if, if you don't like Portal, or you, there's something yeah. seriously wrong with you. You either haven't played it. Or you have no sense of humor. Or you, no, or you just haven't played it. <laughs> um, anyway, nah, I, I love Portal, but I wasn't a big Half-Life 2 fan or Half-Life fan, but Portal, definitely fun. I haven't yet to, I haven't tried out Team Fortress 2 yet. I haven't had a chance. Because everybody's always playing Call of Duty 4. <laughs> Team Fortress 2 is an awesome game. I love it, but at the same time, it's, again, one of those games where if you go into the wrong server and you're a noob, good luck. <laughs> yeah. I haven't, um, see, it's that's the it's thing very that's... team orientated. I mean, certain players you can go off and run by yourself, but if you want to win, I mean, it's you definitely got to work together as a team. It's really fun. It's really cute. The colors are crazy. The music's awesome. The death scenes, the gibs. I have never seen a better display of you know. Oh, I died. Like Team Fortress <laughs> Two actually makes you happy to die. It's like, oh, that's so cute. As opposed to like in Counter Strike. The second you die, you have to hit, you know, push to talk and scream, That was BS! He's totally happy. Oh, you know, <laughs> insert profanities here. <laughs> I'm sure Andy will kill me if I, if I carry on any of the things that I actually say. <laughs> <laughs> For you guys yeah. Curious, just come play Counter-Strike Source with me. Uh, I'm usually logged on Steam most of the time. If not, just send me a message. Um, on pwn.com into my profile or leave me a comment and I'll give you my Steam. In fact, I actually think I have my Steam badge up there, so you can probably add me through that. So you well, guys... Aren't you working on uh, some uh, pwn.com CSS nights or trying to? Yeah, um, for the past month or so, really since we got the servers up, uh, Chris, aka C Stutz, uh, or play CS while naked, DM Cake while naked, one of those names you guys might know him as, him and I run a Counter Strike Source clan. Um, and we usually play out of the Pwn server, and we've been trying to get a bunch of people in it. And recently, a lot of people have finally been wanting to play CSS, so we're, nice. we're trying to get a, a night, a few nights together, um, where everybody can just kind of come on and play. Um, not really sure, you know, don't ask if ops are restricted or not, because people like Chris and I are not that fond of ops, while people like um, X Chromosome XX love the op and <laughs> hate that thing. It's not because, like, it's a stupid gun. It's because if, if, if I'm in the vicinity of an op, I know for a fact I'm going to get killed. <laughs> it's not like, it's not a good feeling to spawn knowing that you're probably going to die the <laughs> second you spawn. Yeah, you want to talk about dying the second you spawn? Um, the other night, we finally had a 360 night on Pwn.com. <laughs> and um yeah we were on the smallest uh map shipment i'm sure people oh, who play cod4 know exactly what i'm talking about 
basically it was 14 people free for all <laughs> you you spawn and you're dead like i got lucky i got into a little corner and i was just shooting at this crate and all of a sudden i realized there's a spawn point right next to the crate so i had like 11 kill streak so i was basically a complete hypocrite i hate when people spawn watch but i couldn't help it because i was afraid to move because i was afraid i would die if i stood up or even made a move towards anything it was nuts and then afterwards we went into a knife fight only <laughs> you have like 12 14 people running around just knifing each other <laughs> And it was just utter chaos because people are spinning around, people are circling, everybody bunny hopping. Oh, it was crazy. We had it was like for regulars on the site. I guess it's almost like a shout out, but <laughs> everybody that was out there was um, viral. Chromosome, Andy was there. You had Nomad, uh, Death Temptress came out there. Me, of course. Um, <laughs> Dropkick Dog. I mean, we had a big crowd and it was really nice and um on that note like she has with the uh css nights we're trying to get a not maybe not every week the same date but um set nights for a 360 night um right now sorry ps3 fans we'll work on that in the future <laughs> but it seems most people have the 360 so we're going to try to get people together for different games and um should be definitely fun to do that and um definitely look forward to some of those nights you guys got to come out hit me up um phone.com slash g nitro or just come in the shout box at, at night and ask and yeah, odds are <laughs> we'll, one of us is online um, yeah or anybody who's doing yeah. work and sleep a lot but me i sleep maybe once every two or three days yeah i have no choice i gotta make that money <laughs> At least you're I gotta support <laughs> the game and have it. True, true. I I am currently selling a bunch of my stuff to try to fuel my gaming habit. I am sixty dollars in debt now because uh, been buying a few games for the Wii. I cracked that open finally. Uh, haven't I haven't done that in a while, and uh, we'll get more about that in just a second. Um, first off, we've got a special treat for all of you guys. Um, yes, we do. Jamie. <laughs> A.K.A. V&D, Violent Delicious, everybody's favorite member in the shout box. Um, <laughs> opinions aside, she's the best. Yeah, she her. frequents there a lot. <laughs> and If you haven't talked to her, too bad for you because she's a lot of fun, always joking. Um, for those who don't know, you probably heard her tapping, or I mean typing, or talking in the last uh, interview with Andy. She's Andy's girlfriend. Um... <laughs> So we're actually going to have her on this time, and she's going to discuss what it's like being the significant other of the person trying to run this and keep everything together. So it should be a really good interview, and um, we'll be back with her in a few. And we're back. 
to Total Meltdown, Pwn.com's official podcast. We have with us now the first lady of Pwn.com, Jamie, a.k.a. Violent and Delicious. How you doing, Jamie? I'm doing all right. How are you? Hi. Doing well, doing well. Um, give us a little introduction of yourself. Um, my name is Jamie. I am, for those who don't know, I am Andy, a.k.a. User Pwned. I'm his girlfriend of the last three and a half years, I'd say. Um, three years, a little over. Um, we live together, and basically I'm just kind of helping him out with the site. Cool, cool. What, well, I don't know what else you guys want to know. <laughs> All right, well, uh, first off, how do you spell your name? Because the other day in the shout box, like, five of us got to an argument about the way you spell your name. Um, unfortunately, my mother is a freak and decided for some ungodly reason to throw two I's into my name, so my name is actually spelled J-A-I-M-I-E. But to be honest, I, everyone spells it wrong, and they've spelled it wrong my whole life, and I couldn't care less. And so if, if anyone's noticed, some people in there call me Jimmy, and that's because I told people, I don't care if you call, if you call me, if you spell my name J-I-M-M-Y, I don't care how you spell my name. As long as I know you're referring to me, I'll respond, because I'm kind of used to it by this point. Well, it makes me feel better. I actually spelled it right off the top of my head. Wow. That's probably, all... probably subconsciously from that argument because somebody was like, you're missing eyes. And somebody else was like, no, there's too many eyes. And I find that argument the shout box about your name. <laughs> yeah, actually, Roy, Pizza Boy on the site, actually, he's, he's Andy's best friend. And uh, the first time I ever, like, really talked to him, he was like, you have too many eyes in your name. So he called me, like, Jamie with, like, six eyes for the longest time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you guys, you guys live in LA, right? Yeah, yeah, we live um, like in kind of close to Culver City area in LA. What does that? I mean, so far has that proven kind of, um, I guess, good for you guys? This is close to events, um, being in such a good area of California, I guess. Yeah, definitely, and I think um, you know things have just kind of started. And I barely, I just moved here in May of last year. Uh, I was actually, I'm from Central California. I'm from like Fresno area. So um, he and I had a long distance thing for the first two and a half years of our relationship, and then um, I moved here to be with him. And he'd been living here for I think like four years or three years or something. Um, so we haven't really experienced too much yet just because the business is so new and, you know, with me just moving here and him having, you know, just started this thing. But I'm sure, you know, eventually it is going to turn out to be um, something that's really positive, us, us being here in such a, an area that, that is so good for this industry, you know? Yeah, oh no, I mean, I totally can relate. I moved uh, here in Memphis in July to be with my boyfriend, so I actually met at uh, CPL in 2006, so... <laughs> Yeah. I haven't been here too long either. I'm still getting used to it. Yeah. So, basically, um, what were your first thoughts when Andy told you about the idea for the site? Um, I don't know. At first, you know what happened is, is he told me about it, and we talked about it one day, and it just it felt to me like it was up in like 
two weeks. Like it felt to me like it came to fruition so quickly that I don't even remember. I wasn't really involved in the initial process. Like they kind of developed it and I was sort of not really there, I guess. I, I, I remember him working, but he's just, he's a workaholic anyway. And he's always working on something. He has tons of freelance clients and he's, he's always been that way since I've known him. So, I mean, he was up working on things a lot, but I, I didn't really know to the extent like what he was doing, I guess. Like, it didn't really dawn on me that he was, like, putting together this huge freaking website. I had no clue. Because he's, you know, like I said, he's built, you know, a couple other sites for clients and stuff. And I just, I had no idea the magnitude of, of where this thing was going to go. It was just sort of, it just sort of came one day. And then it was like, it just grew out of nowhere. And, you know, we still to this day have no idea how it grew so quickly. Because really it was all just word of mouth. But, yeah. um... You know, he's always, he's way more video video game player than I am. I do love to play games, but he is, like, much more of a gamer, much more involved in that that um, that community, I guess, than I have ever been. Um, I'm more of, like, I mean, I play a lot of old school games, and I play, you know, um, like, I'm totally a Wii girl, and I've never, you know, I don't, I don't claim to be any type of gamer. I'm more helping out on the site to help him, but... Um, yeah, it was just, it sort of, like I said, it sort of came out of nowhere. But, you know, I was obviously, I'm always supportive of whatever he's doing. But I didn't really know um, what he was getting himself into, I guess, when it first started. Yeah. Well, I guess, um, <laughs> sorry, um, well, I guess, you know, you kind of, well, hold on. Oh, she's got As the you can kind of tell, I live right across yeah. from the hospital, and I heard it coming. And it just kind of, oh. it, it, it depleted my, my train of thought. Um, That's okay. Um, I guess if you had to, to describe, you know, your experience thus far in one word, what would it be? Hmm. To be honest, know? I'm like, to be honest, I'd probably say stressful. <laughs> um, it's been really stressful just for the both of us, for him, obviously, way more so than I, but, um. But it's been great. I mean, we I absolutely love it. And, you know, I'm glad that he's doing it. And, and But it's it's just in general, you know, starting a new business and all everything that comes with it, it's just it's hard and trying to do it all on our own and not really having, you know, it's not like we're some big corporation. It's basically, you know, us and a couple other people. There's not a lot of us. So, you know, when things need to be done, there's not many of us to fall on, for it to fall on, you know. So, but... Uh, you know, at the end of the day, we still really, I know he loves what he's doing, and, and I enjoy helping him, so it's it's been fun. That's, you know, that's a, that's a perfectly acceptable answer. I mean, I know MySpace has giant buildings and servers and stuff, and you guys basically just have, I yeah. guess, you know, where you're living and a few of us out there on the internet, and that's, that's pretty much it. So, all you guys in the shout box, be nice. Yeah, please. <laughs> Speaking of the shout box, like, did you think that you would have taken a liking to it? Because you're in there all the time. Oh. It's horrible, yeah. I totally knew I would be into that. But you know what? I have been chatting on the internet since I was like 14 years old, literally. Like, I have met probably 75% of my friends online, which sounds really bad, but it's really the truth. Like, I've met them through, you know, I may have talked to them first online on a message board and then met them at a show or met them. I'm really into live music. That's my passion. So um, a lot of my friends I've met through, like, music-related 
uh, either message boards or chat rooms, or I lived in the Yahoo chat for like five years of my life in my early twenties. Like, uh, I was, you know, we, you talked about last week, WBS. I was yep. all about WBS. <laughs> like, yes. That I, was the best chat site that ever was around. <laughs> it totally was. I absolutely loved, I've loved online, like talking online with people for ever. So I totally knew that was right up my alley. So I'm definitely glad that that's, that's been incorporated into the site. And it's just, it's such a good way to get to know your community, you know, and to bring the community together and, and versus like having everyone be, it's hard to have a social networking site and have them, everyone be separated from each yeah. other, especially in this, you know, the, I think that's the difference between pwned in MySpace or something like MySpace. It's just, it's, it's more about getting to know people that you don't know versus like MySpace is more you add people that you know and that's a way to keep in contact with people that you know and this is more of a way to get to know people that you would have not met otherwise which I think is good yeah because MySpace is pretty much like you said you add the people you know then you have like 50,000 people adding you and you're like who are you who are you yeah and exactly. nobody ever and on talks to you after that that's exactly it. Like on MySpace, when somebody you don't know adds you, it's like, who is this and why are they adding me? But, you know, on Pwn, I think when someone adds you on Pwn, they're legitimately, you know, I can't say everyone, but a lot of the people on Pwn, if they add you, they'll, you'll see them on the site or they'll talk to you or whether, you know, we have some people that are really active in the forums and they only stay active in the forums. We have some people that are, you know, majority are active in the shout box or we have people that are really active in the blogs or really you know some people are only active in specific areas so I think you know it's so weird because sometimes I think somebody hasn't been on in a while and then I see them posting because I haven't seen them in the shout box but then I see them posting in the forums or I see them posting like blogs or so it's like they never go away they're just not in the shout box <laughs> definitely um now one thing I wanted to ask, because we were talking about the shoutbox, what's, um, it's kind of been like one of your favorite things is the way you connect. What's, uh, one of your pet peeves, though, that comes with the site? Oh, you point exploiters. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate, I, I, I just, I understand why they they do it, and I totally get it, and it's it's gonna come, you know, and it's it's understandable that people come, and when you're doing a incentive based site, that people come, and it's you have certain people that, that whoa, whoa. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Um, you, you, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, you're the fire truck. <laughs> oh no. But you, so you don't you don't like those thirty one. Multi, multiple posts into the same blog. Yeah, I, I'm not a real, I'm not a real huge fan of that. I just got ten more points blogs thirty times in a row. And, you know, not only because it's point exploitation, but it also it affects other people on the site. Yeah. When someone wants to go and view the blogs, they don't want to view thirty of the same. I just got ten points blogs. Like, it's just, you know, it's one thing if they're spamming in their own comments or in somebody else's comments, I'm still going to message you about it and I'm still going to call you on it, but it's not as big of a deal as it is when it affects the other, you know, users of the site. It makes it hard for people to enjoy, you know, things on the site like they normally would. But, yeah, that's definitely one of my big ones. And there's, there's a thread in the forums, if anyone is curious, that you can go read that gives a little bit, it, it elaborates a little bit more on my thoughts of that subject. But um, <laughs> that was on a day when I was, like, on a rampage, man. I was just like, I can't handle this. We had a we had a just rash of them for a little bit. I don't know where in the heck they came from, but it seems to have died down a bit, so that's good. But for a bit there, I thought I was going to pull my hair out. <laughs> 
Well, yes, you know, you talked a little bit about moderating, but, I mean, what powers do you kind of have on the website? What do you normally do? Um, um, I don't have as much power as I think a lot of people think I do. Um, Andy keeps me in line, which is probably a good thing, only because he's a little more level-headed than I am. <laughs> um, I have a tendency to ha have a bit of a temper, and uh, so he kind of has to reel Exactly, yeah, he has to reel me back in. So, um... I can pretty much, I mean, I, I'm there, if someone posts something inappropriate, I can obviously delete that or, um, but banning and everything, I, I have to go through him, so, no that's why, No luck anybody uh, in the troll box? <laughs> no, I, unfortunately, no, I have to go wake him up at 7.30 in the morning sometimes to be like, um, you need to handle this, which he's not too fond of, but he still likes to keep that, uh, that under his control, which I, like I said, I understand because I, I have a tendency to, <laughs> to fly off the handle. <laughs> okay, you're not the only one. <laughs> yeah, I know the one day I thought, when I said something, I thought I made you quit. Because <laughs> you're like, I quit and then signed off. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then I think Andy said that she just said I quit. And walked off. <laughs> I was like, God Yeah, he does. He hears that from me every once in a while. I'm like, I can't handle this, but... Realistically, um, I'm back in ten minutes. <laughs> Just you gotta give me a second to cool off. <laughs> I quit once, and I basically put everybody in ignore, and then I unignored them and just like lurked and stared to see what they were saying. <laughs> Yeah, that's like, I deleted my profile for a bit, I'm sure every, you know, there are people that remember when I deleted yeah, my profile, it was, totally, it was totally a little, like, little tiff that I got into, and I was just like, you know what, I just want to stay behind the scenes, yeah, I, mean, that's, I, I always end up coming back, because like I said, I'm, I'm, I get sucked into those internet chat things, man, I'm, I don't know what it is. That's my problem, I mean, it's made me, I'd say, Pwn.com has made me ignore my MySpace, my Facebook, and even my IRC chat. Like, everybody's like, holy crap, you're talking. And I'm like, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll go in there, I'll say hi, they all say hi, and then I'll come back like an hour later like, sorry, guys, I forgot I was in here. Because I'm already <laughs> back in the shout box. I forgot to sign on AIM the other day. You what? I forgot to sign on AIM the other day because I was oh, in the geez. shout box. So. <laughs> yeah, I, do, I don't even sign in my MySpace or my, MySpace or my Facebook anymore. Hardly ever. Yeah, I'd go on there. It's like, hey, you've been requested a friend. Most of them now are just pwn members. Add yeah. me on MySpace. I'm like, well, why are you guys doing this? <laughs> yeah, I, I try to. The, I use the pwn MySpace more than I use my own MySpace. I would say because I just add people from pwn on MySpace. <laughs> Speaking of which, if anyone that's listening to this hasn't added the pwn MySpace, add me because I need friends. Sad. <laughs> Wait, no, I'll do. I'll do that right when we get done with this. <laughs> Yeah, I need I need some initiative to uh, get back on that site. Yeah, I know. All right, I got a quick question. Um, more of a personal question. Um, you talked about the live music and all. Um, mm -hmm. what are your favorite bands and what ones do you prefer in like um, concert and stuff? This way, people get a better understanding of who you are. Mm. Um. I, my favorite artist of all time ever is Tori Amos. Um, I kind of am one of those crazy people that follows her all over the country, and I, the whole nine yards, I'm one of those crazy biddies. But uh, other than Tori, um, I followed Nine Inch Nails on tour for a bit. Um, I'm a pretty big Nails fan. Uh, I think I saw them, I don't even, over 20 times on their last tour. 
Um, <clears throat> I love A Perfect Circle, which are they have now disbanded, and um, Billy Howard L. from A Perfect Circle is right at the top of my list right now. Um, he's getting ready to go on tour, so I'm hoping I'll be able to do um, an extensive amount of those shows. I think Andy and I are flying to Ohio for the Rock on the Range Festival because he's playing there. Wow. So I'm excited for that because um, he is... That I had seen, like, ever. Oh, that you haven't seen. Um, alive. Uh, yeah, I'm like, alive or dead. <laughs> um, you know, it's a toss-up. I always say it's a toss-up between um, Queen, because I think Freddie Mercury was uh, amazing. Oh, amazing showman, amazing. I would love to have seen him. Or Jeff Buckley, because I absolutely adore Jeff Buckley. So if I could have seen... Either Jeff or Freddie, um, while they were alive, I think those would have been my two picks. I go through phases. Like, I'm a very intense uh, music listener, so when I'm into an artist, like, I will listen to them obsessively for a decent amount of time, and so I go through, like, where I'm just focusing on, you know, Queen, and then I, I'm like, oh, I, had, I wish I would have seen Freddie, I wish I would have seen Freddie, and then it t- jumps back over to Jeff, but it's definitely between those two. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a, one of those you know people that loves to go to live shows, and so I, that's kind of why I was coming to LA, which is sort of in a roundabout way how I met Andy. Um, we actually met through um, the band A Perfect Circle had a message board, and the guy who ran the message board was Andy's roommate, his old roommate, and I was driving to LA to go out with his old roommate, and uh, he came along, and. We just sort of hit it off, and we've been together ever since. So it was sort of live music and my love for it, and also internet message boards <laughs> that brought us together. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a question here. I know you have an opinion on this. <laughs> I've seen you many times in the shop box talk about this. So what's your opinion on Gamer Girls? Because I know you've talked a lot about this before. Okay. Um, you know, my opinion on that whole thing is... First of all, I'm sort of an outsider, so it's hard for me to get fully into it just because, like I said, I'm a very casual gamer, and I'm a really passionate person, so it's hard for me, out of respect for women that do actually game, it's hard for me to call myself a gamer. Do I play video games? Yes. Like, do I enjoy playing them? Yes. But I'm not someone who, like, the passion is not there, you know? Like, I do it for fun, but it's not something that... You know, I would consider myself, you know, I'm, I don't consider myself a gamer, but um, I just don't believe in the segregation, to be honest. Like, I'm not a big person to segregate between male and female when it comes to something like this. I don't think it's important to do, and I think it's it's better for women if you don't segregate them. I feel like, you know, if you're a female gamer, just go in and kick ass. You don't have to announce that you're a female gamer and then go in, you know, into battle that way. I feel like it's more effective if you just do it versus like hey hey hey, i'm a girl gamer like i just feels like it sort of cheapens the experience or something or you know i don't i don't really know it's just i just feel like it's better if you just do it i you know i'm on i'm on the the same page i i grew up with boys um all my neighbors are boys my brothers are boys my cousins are boys so you know my best friends are boys so i never thought twice to announce that i was a girl Right. You know, let alone did I ever know that half the people I was playing with were girls. Okay. Yeah. So when I started, I guess, you know, I'm a former PMS member, and I had to go through this whole, like, I, you know, I had no idea that there was segregation. I had no idea this many girls played. Mm-hmm. And I think when people really start to take 
um, too much into it, you know, that it, it, it spoils the experience, not necessarily because of girl pride, but because you're segregating yourself from the guys, so the guys are going to start noticing that. Right, exactly. And that's where most of the problems, um, you know, lie. It's not the fact that a guy has trouble with you being a girl. It's that, it's that you make a big deal about it. Right. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah, I, I, I completely, I mean, not, not to be disrespectful to any of the, the female gaming groups or, you know, I, I'm not saying this, you know, I have nothing but love, speaking of which, GameGirl.com, love those girls. I have Definitely. nothing against any of those women because I think it's awesome that they're, that they're, you know, are kicking ass at what they're doing anyway. But I just personally feel like it's just, it's more effective if you don't pull them apart. And you know, like Andy and I had a big discussion actually, um, you know, when the site first started about whether or not we were going to make it so you could search by male or female. And if you guys notice, you can't on the site. There is no way to segregate between, to, to differentiate between men or women. There is no sex displayed on the profiles and that's intentional. Like we didn't want to create that separation between the two. We wanted it to be, it, it's a community of gamers. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. You're, you, we all play games, so it shouldn't matter. You know, we don't want people coming in there looking for, specifically for women to harass or whatever, you know, it's just, we just wanted it to be someplace where everybody could come that was passionate about gaming and that wanted to meet other people that game, men or women, you know, a man or a woman. Yeah, I've noticed um, also, you guys also don't do what a lot of social sites do with the whether they're what their status is, whether they're single or in a relationship. Right. So I noticed you kept that away too, so you wouldn't have people constantly going after other people. Exactly. Yeah, it's not you know, the site wasn't built as a dating site or the site wasn't built for people to go look for someone, you know, to try to hit on. It's built to, you know, find people with a common interest and get to know them not you know, for dating or whatever. If that happens, fantastic. But it's not what, you know, not what the site's purpose is, I guess. So, um, but, you know, like I said, I, I totally have no problem with the, uh, with the girl gamer sites or whatever. It's just my personal, that's totally my personal opinion. Sounds good. I mean, I definitely wanted to get another female's perspective on that. Because uh, Clover yeah. and I talk about it a lot, especially with an upcoming... Um, special we're going to do special podcast where we're going to talk to other female gamers and get a whole perspective on the whole issue at hand and the conflict yeah. that are arising lately especially um yeah <laughs> Things that, it's really hard for me too because I can't sound biased and I, I'm sure you feel the same way a lot right right um, you know being a representative of pwn.com um there's lots of times where I just want to step in and say things not necessarily right two or four against people, but just my personal opinion on the subject matter. Um, because just like the GotCast, I'm starting to get tired of every time I turn on the blogs page to see about 200 posts about girl game. You right. know, and it's, I, I'm passionate about it too, but at the same time, I think it's just something that, you know, we need to, we need to probably just handle in our podcast, get it out there, because it seems like it's an issue everybody wants to talk about, just... I guess we you know need a better ground to talk about it than just blog blog blog. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And it's it's something, you know. Andy and I actually were talking about it the other day. Um, I don't want we don't want people to feel like they they don't have a place 
to, to talk about things, you know, we don't want to restrict what people can talk about in the blogs and people should be able to speak freely about whatever they're feeling in their blogs. So it's hard to not, st you know, you don't want to step in and be like, hey, stop blogging about this particular subject. But at the same time, you know, it's not that we don't understand either because there are a lot of people complaining, like we're tired of rehashing the same sub subject. So it's kind of a great, you know, it's a touchy area. It's, it's, it's a line that's, it's a very fine line. Where do you you know, what do you do and how do you handle that sort of thing? Um, but, I don't know, it's all part of, you know, <laughs> handling a site and comes with the territory, I guess. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess, you know, once again, kind of speaking of the site, um, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are probably wondering questions that we think you um, could probably only answer. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you can tell us about Andy that we don't already know? <laughs> Oh my God! You know, does he snore? Who who cooks? The Sometimes. Who's, who's the clean freak? Who's the messy one? We're both um, messy. We're both messy. It's horrible. It's horrible. We are the worst combination of people to live together. You have no idea. We. I'm a horrible slob, and he is too, which is understandable because he's a boy. But there's no excuse for me. I'm terrible. Um, he uh, he snores sometimes. It. You know, he used to do this weird thing when he would sleep, and every couple like, minutes he would let out this loud snore, and then it would be silent. It, was the, it would wake me up in the night like like I thought a bomb exploded. It was the weirdest thing. Like, I don't know wait, what happened to it because it sort of went away, but there was a good period of like a month where it was happening like every night, and he would wake me up in the middle of the night with these abrupt snores. It was so imagine, bizarre. I can imagine his face right now as he's sitting next to you. I think he's so into his Call of Duty right now. He's not even phased. <laughs> um, but the uh, I'm trying to think. What else? Um, he sleeps with his socks on. So do I. We just had this discussion in the shop box the other day. Actually, he and I are both weird about taking our socks off. We're we're a really weird couple. If you look at us, you wouldn't think that we could be together just because physically we don't really match. I'm taller than him and. I don't know, he's like this little metal kid, and I look like a California prissy girl, which I'm not really, but I just look like it. Um, but So we totally don't fit together, but there's these weird little quirks where we're so perfect for each other. We have this exact same sense of humor and um, just weird things like us not wanting to take our socks off and uh, us being slobs. <laughs> but we... Uh, we fit together in other ways, I guess. I'm trying to think. He orders pizza, like, five nights out of the week, so nobody really cooks, because all he ever wants to eat is pizza. Wow. I, I, it's either pizza, or let's go out to dinner, or yeah. let's get some, like, pre-made food, or something that takes five minutes to make. Exactly. Yeah, we're, we're both like that. We're horrible. I should be cooking, but I just don't. And he's, we're both vegetarian. And he's a way stricter vegetarian than I am, so he's hard to cook for because he won't eat, like, broth or anything with gelatin, or he's way, way more strict. I don't even care. I just, I've never eaten meat. I've been that way my whole life. I've never been a meat eater, so, but I don't care. It's not really the animal issue with me, so if something tastes good, I'll eat it. He, on the other hand, it's like total animal issue, even though we own a leather couch, which makes no sense. Yeah, <laughs> He's, he's yelling at me. It was my leather couch. But, um, he said, get off my back. <laughs> oh, man. 
This but, is gonna be uh, interesting when I eventually meet y'all, cause I'm the biggest like meat eater, red meat. I love it. So. Uh, you kidding? I am from Texas, and I now live in Memphis. Barbecue, <laughs> barbecue, barbecue. <laughs> well, it's okay. I'm totally cool with it, and it, I mean, he is too. We're pretty much. I mean, we have meat eating friends, and I, I've never been one to be like, oh, it's so gross. Like, I don't know, what eat whatever the heck you want. I don't really care, but I just don't. I don't eat it, but uh. Um, I'm trying to think what else about you. He just, he drives me crazy with the pizza thing, because I'm like, do you want me to weigh 300 pounds? I mean, really, do you want me to eat pizza five days a week? Because I'm getting fat, and real rapidly. So, you, you say you don't care right now, but you will care when I put on 100 pounds. <laughs> I tell my boyfriend that every day. <laughs> it's like, I think we're going to get some pizza, and I give him this look like, how about Subway instead? <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. He drives me crazy with that, and I, or I come home, and there's like... If I leave for trips, holy God, I come home to the most pizza boxes I've ever seen in my whole life. Like, I went to go see oh, Tori a bunch of times in December, so I was gone for, like, two weeks almost. Like, not straight. I would come home for, like, a day and then leave again. So he literally ate so much pizza, and he doesn't put it in the fridge because he won't eat leftovers. So he just leaves it freaking sitting in our living room. So I come home to, like, stacks and stacks of pizza boxes. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> He'll leave, like, half of the pizza just sitting there and order another one the next day instead of putting that one in the fridge and reheating it. He will not eat leftovers. Really? He will not. Under no circumstances does this boy eat leftovers. It drives me crazy. You gotta tell him. You just put it in the oven or the toaster oven, and it tastes just like it did when you got it. Trust me. Cold. I won't. I won't reheat it. I only eat it cold out of the. Oh my god. Oh, I can't. I can't eat cold pizza. That is nasty. <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> you gotta put it. In, you gotta put it in the oven. It's gotta come out like it was when I pulled it out of the box when I first got it. Yeah, see, he's way too lazy to go through the uh, to go to the oven route because that takes too long. So I know him, and he would wow. not do that because he's it takes. Lazier too long. than I am, and that's bad. Oh, he's bad. He's <laughs> real bad. <laughs> like I wouldn't even talk about how my room looks like right now. I keep saying I'm gonna clean. I clean halfway, and I just get lazy and sucked stop. In, you get sucked yeah. into the shout box. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> I took Monday off to clean, and I sat in the shout box till freaking like three in the afternoon. I did that yesterday. <laughs> I was going to clean. Our, our living room is a mess. We still have two boxes that we haven't unpacked when we moved in here in July. Oh my god! And well, basically they're just holding crap that we didn't put anywhere. But there's like corners where you can't see because there's just masses of backpacks and textbooks mm -hmm. and clothes and then in the other corner it's like his papers and magazines galore i can't even see our coffee table anymore and we haven't slept in our bedroom in probably two months we're sleeping on the futon in the oh living wow room. so yeah and that's that extreme lazy i don't even yeah, want that's... to see how my bedroom is i forgot i haven't been in there <laughs> Yeah, that's like us too. But now, not only do we have our own junk, we have like the stuff for the site. So we have like game guides and you know controllers and games and all this stuff sitting around. And then to top it off, I go through the entertainment center the other day to get something out. He has like four games in there sealed, like sixty dollars games. I'm like, what in the hell are these? And I'm so glad you bought them because you've never even opened them because he can't stop playing. <laughs> he kills me. He can't stop playing freaking Call of Duty for freaking two seconds. You like, he can't, he can't play any other games. 
I think I think we need a new contest. He won't yeah. notice they're gone. <laughs> I, I'm serious. I told him we should give away. We went and waited in line for Brawl because I was all amped for Brawl. So I made him. I drug him out of the house to go to the midnight release of Brawl. Yeah, we played it once. I'm such a baby that I'm I'm a horrible button masher. I'm the annoying, annoying button masher. Like Street Fighter 2, I kick his ass constantly because I play Chun-Li and I just button mash the whole time and I, but I always feed him so I was like I'm gonna kick your ass in brawl no I lost so hard so I ended up shutting the game off because you know how you can turn off the Wii from the controller yeah that idea so I like accidentally hit that button because I was just like pushing buttons I was mad so I shut the game off we'll probably never play it again because he, I know he won't play it because he can't get off Call of Duty and I probably won't play it just because I no, I'm going to suck at it now. So I'm like, we should give away Brawl on the site. We literally played it once for like 15 minutes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, you would hate to see my collection of games. I own about 260 plus, and I haven't played probably 75 to 100 of them. That's horrible. That's so <laughs> horrible. Yeah. I have, let's see, Call of Duty 4. I, you know, you guys are all crazy for it. Um... I played it for a week and a half, <laughs> but I also have it for PC, and you know, with PC comes the, you have to soup up your computer, and then you have to find good people to play, and by the time I finally got everything, everybody was ranked and all had a P90, and it was like, well, this is stupid, so yeah. I quit playing, and that's when I switched over to Counter-Strike, so I've got, you know, Day of Defeat Source, Battlefield 2, Call of Duty, Orange Box, Quake 4, Enemy Territory, Quake Wars. And they're all just sitting there gathering dust. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, I, I can't. I suck at first-person shooters. I suck so bad. He always goes and smokes a cigarette, and he's like, "Here, play for me." Yeah, freaking right. I can't play. I'm horrible at them because I just I can't do it. I don't. Know, I'm not coordinated or something. I try. I really try, but I can't do it. I just spin in circles and shoot. That's what I did yesterday. <laughs> I hope I get someone. I'll, I'll give you that. I, the first time I tried to play Halo, I couldn't move. I actually had to play on legacy controls because I had never touched a 360 controller before. And it was, you know, I've, I've been playing PC games since Tribe, since MechWarrior. I, I can, you know, I can do WSAD blindfolded. And you hand me a controller and I'm not going to go with it. <laughs> so. But yeah, yeah I'm horrible. <laughs> All right. Um, well, we don't want to take up too much of your time. I mean, this has been a great interview so far. I think it's the longest but, podcast we'll probably ever have. Sorry. Yeah, I know. We are probably, I'm telling you, with the way the podcast is going right now, we're looking at over an hour and a half. <laughs> but, you know, it's good. I mean, it's... it's no, 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 cut, you can cut me short. I don't mind. No, no, it's just, we have one thing to ask. We ask... Andy last time what his top five games he was looking forward to, but we know you're not you're more of a casual gamer. So our question to you, what are your top five games of all time? What games do you, are oh, your man. favorites? Mine are so old school. Well what I could tell you what I'm looking forward to and I actually cut in on his uh, his game on his podcast I mean last week and I was yelling Grim in the back because I'm really looking forward to Grim because that, that looks freaking amazing. And we don't even I don't even play freaking PC games. I have a PC in there. You bet your sweet ass that I will be hooking that bitch up and playing it because I'm so excited for it. But um <laughs> I am um my top five games of all time, you know what game I love is Pitfall. 
And that is really sad because it's this, like the same five screens repeated for eternity. And I swore one time. I played it for like a year because I swore it had an ending and it doesn't. <laughs> I just kept pausing it and going back to it and playing it again and it doesn't end. I swear it doesn't end. I played it for like a year and a half. <laughs> but um, I think that's my favorite game of all time. I don't know what it is that I love about that game, but I love it. Um, I also love Parappa the Rapper, and I am on a mission to find it. A mission. I cannot find it, except it's I like 50 bucks. I actually a copy of it today. I was at GameStop. <gasps> they had it, the, the first one, not the, oh, not the first two. One. The first okay, one. I can find you the first one, hands on down, it. no problem. Yeah, and not the PSP, not the PSP. I want the PS1. Yeah, the PS1 version, um, there's a whole bunch of old-school games. It's a chain in Dallas called Console Gaming Exchange, for those of you guys who live in the North Texas, or I guess just Texas overall area, I know they opened up some new stores. But they carry, I mean, they carry Atari games, they carry Intellivision games, PlayStation games. Um, they actually run an eBay store um, as well. So I'm sure if you could find them on eBay, you could probably contact them and they'd find it for you. Yeah, because every time I find it, it's like $60. And I'm like, okay, I, I love this game, but I don't, I don't know if I can justify spending like $60. It's an old school game, and it looks like shit on my TV, because our TV is like high definition. So we play like Jammer Lammy on my TV, and it looks so terrible. It's horrid. I finally got a copy of Twisted Metal, and it looks like crap. My, my, you know, my boyfriend had never played it before, so I'm sitting there owning him, and he can't even tell where I am, because he can't tell the difference between the car and the background. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, it looks so bad. So yeah, the closest I got was in Jammer Lammy. We did find that because I was on. When I get like obsessive about things, I have to find them. So for a while, I was dragging into Andy into every single used game store I could find because I wanted to find that freaking game. And yeah, the closest we got was in Jammer Lammy. But I was happy with that for a bit. But it's just not the same. Um, <laughs> and I love Frogger. I love a lot of Atari games. You know, and I grew up like on Atari, so I love the Atari games, and they're so horrible. <laughs> what about your Genesis, though? You, I know we've talked about that before. I actually did the, what, the Michael Jackson game? Well, I actually did... You said, you said that the Genesis, because I remember when we were adding games into the game approval queue, you were freaking out anytime somebody submitted a Genesis game. No, I was laughing because I love the old school games. I just love all of the old yeah, school games. And actually, a friend of mine... The Michael Jackson one. Yes, my friend has, like, the arcade version of that, like, the stand-up arcade version of Moonwalker. And I went over to his, we were over at his house for, like, uh, New Year's one year, and I was like, holy crap, you do not have Moonwalker. So excited. Played it for so long. That's all I did all night was play Moonwalker. <laughs> But it's like, that's so awesome. Like, my sister used to have the arcade Journey game. The, the like, stand-up. She paid, like, 500 bucks for the Journey game. It's so hilarious. It's, like, superimposed Steve Perry face on, like, a digital body. They're amazing. They're so hilariously funny. So that's another one of my favorites. The Journey game was another one of my favorites. Um, Frogger was another favorite. And um, I love Mario Galaxy. I really do. I love playing Mario Galaxy. And I love Katamari Damacy. I know you hate it. But I love Katamari Damacy. I love it too. Okay, it's, it's so fun. <laughs> my my so boyfriend fun. loves it as well, but he can't pronounce it. I don't know why it's so hard for him to say Katamari. So basically, he just calls it Japanese rollerball. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, my my best friend actually bought me like a little Katamari keychain that I had on my phone for a bit until I bashed him into something and his face fell off. <laughs> I remember I got that game for 360. I traded it the next day. 
Aww. I couldn't do it. I want a 360s because I don't see that game coming out for the PC. So. Yeah, I doubt it. And um, American McGee's Alice. I love all the oh. dark kind of <laughs> stuff like that. I'm totally into it. So that game's awesome. You don't like? Do you like horny bunnies? <laughs> 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 no, but like I told you, the funny thing is that somebody, that was in our Google Analytics, so somebody found our site through, like, searching for that game. I was dying laughing, you have no idea. I was like, are you serious that somebody was actually Googling, do you like horny bunnies too, and found our site through that? I just, love how, I just love how your reaction was when I first started putting those into the GameCube. Oh, you have no idea. I was like, are we really letting him do this? Are we really? I mean, come on. I asked him before I even started. I was like, am I allowed? You did. <laughs> I know you did. I know. And then now we've got people uploading like Custer's Revenge and all these horrible, like cheesy old games. I approved Custer's Revenge. I know, because I told him I wouldn't. <laughs> I knew you would. I was like, let us sit there for him to approve because I'm not going to do it. Well, Coffee was like, Jamie won't approve it, will you? I was like, sure. Just find every all the right information and I'll approve it. That's all I care about. <laughs> yep. Oh man. So I must say this has been a great interview. <laughs> you probably couldn't ask for a better interview than this one right here. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure people are getting real thrilled with my thoughts on life. <laughs> You know what, the podcast, it's not even over yet. We've still got, like, what, another 30 minutes or so for yeah. everybody listening, you know? Yeah, yeah this is definitely good. I think yet. this one's going to garner a lot of attention just because you're on there. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> You've got a lot of fans in the, sh in the shout box. <laughs> all those FM, <laughs> FFMAH people, they're going to be all over this interview. <laughs> Oh man. Well I I thank you for uh, coming on. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Clover, you wanna lead us out? <laughs> Hold on, I hear an ambulance. I was preparing uh -oh. myself. Oh wait, never mind it turned. <laughs> oh, the wonders of living off the main street across from I live across Target House, it's the residential section of Saint Jude. So we have yeah. we have ambulances come by here quite often. Mm -hmm. Not even necessarily for them, but because the ambulances stay at St. Jude. So, like, if somebody down the street sets their house on fire or cuts off their arm, you know, they're going to yeah. be But, um, yeah, you know, this interview's been awesome. Um, we hope to have you online again, and I hope everybody out there um, has enjoyed listening to this interview. Uh, you know, look for Jamie at some upcoming events. I know you and Angie are going to start traveling to a couple here this summer. Absolutely. Um, in fall. And, uh, yeah, you know what? Um, we definitely look forward to having you on here again. Um, this interview is rocked, and uh, I guess we'll be back right after these messages.
we are back. Um, hope you guys enjoyed that little tidbit of audio there. Um, it's a great interview. Yeah. I'm really glad we got the chance to talk to Jamie. Um, oh, yeah, she was always fun, always fun to have on. Hope Andy doesn't um, kill us later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he, 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 you know, he's good. And she's just, oh. I don't know. I, I can't. I can't put into words what those two are like. So I mean, they're just great people, and it was nice to have those two as our first guests um, doing the interviews these past couple shows. So yeah, and guys, keep a you know keep keep listening. We've got a few more interviews for uh, you know behind behind the scenes people who help run the site, and uh, once we get all those out of the way, you know we're gonna be able to start calling some of you guys in. Seeing what's up, hearing your opinions on things, maybe get a few reviews. Um, so stay tuned. Um, we'll announce that probably in the next few episodes um, when we'll start inviting people. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know uh, I already have some inquiries on people who want to be uh, featured on the show or interviewed on the show. Um, one was actually somebody who found out Pwn.com through the... Uh, iTunes website. They found Total Meltdown, our podcast, through there. And um, he wants to be featured. I told him, just like everybody else, you have to be uh, active on the site. So, and yeah, don't and forget. I've been him around. He's yeah. been pretty active. So, it's that's good news. You know, people, if you know, you talk to Jamie or anybody else, people are coming and finding the sites from the weirdest places. Um, to my knowledge, Clover, um, Clover Naked and COBHC Naked and basically insert your screen name here, Naked, are still yeah, widely Honda, searched in Google. Honda Gamer is uh, another one. <laughs> 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 now, I want to know is if some pictures are actually coming up from these searches. If any, if, if any start, you know, coming up and they're legit, let me know. Send me a, my, send me, send me a message with the links, and I want to know because... I just have to. I always miss out on these things. Yeah. But, um... Oh, what's next? Oh, you wanted to talk about uh, the Wii. Yes. We were going to get um, into that right before we had to do the interview, but, you know, Jamie has to come first. Ladies first, and then second ladies first. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I recently um, broke, rebroke out my Wii. It's just kind of been sitting there in the corner all lonely for the past few months. Uh, after Secret Paper Mario, my boyfriend and I really just didn't have the time, patience, or the money, really, to start playing for Wii again. Um, and he bought me uh, Super Mario Galaxy when it came out. And, again, you know, I didn't have the time or the patience to play any any games. And just recently, I guess past week or two ago, we cracked it open. Um, put it in the Wii. You know, stuck some batteries in the controllers because God knows the other ones were dead. And let me tell you, if you guys are looking for a good game for your Wii, or if you just now bought a Wii so that you can play Brawl or some of the amazing games that are coming out recently, definitely, definitely, um, get Super Mario Galaxy. It's a, it's a good game. I'm still playing it. I haven't beaten it yet. Um, and let, let me let me just give you a warning. It it is it is the most frustrating game you will probably play. <laughs> I can't I can't say that for sure because I don't have a 360 or a PlayStation 3, 
But for those of you guys who have a Wii, if I if I seriously if I could describe Mario Galaxy in one word, it would be frustrating. Um, <laughs> I've had angry nights where I slept in a different room because I was angry at my boyfriend because we got into a fight when doing co-op for Mario Galaxy. Wow. Yeah, I don't own a Wii, so you're gonna be talking a lot. <laughs> Alright, um, for those of you guys who um, aren't familiar with Mario Galaxy, and those of you who are, um, basically, synopsis, oh my goodness, Princess Peach is kidnapped yet once again. Um, you know, surprise, surprise. And Man, some things never change. Well, <laughs> basically, Mario has to go out into outer space to try and save her. And he has to go to different worlds and collect stars, you know. You know, something new there. <laughs> And basically do it over and over and over again on progressively harder and harder levels until you beat the end. Uh, I can't tell you how the ending is because my boyfriend has currently collected 53 stars and I've only collected 27 because basically when I was playing Counter-Strike one night, he played Galaxy for three hours and beat me. Um, oh. He's very competitive. I actually had to videotape it the other day because he didn't believe me that he was an angry gamer. Uh, <laughs> I can join common, them on that club. Common things he says when playing this game is, OMFG, this game effing cheats. This is stupid. <laughs> what the heck? And uh, for those of you guys who can't really tell, I'm censoring this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm never playing this bleeping game again. I bleeping hate it. And he takes the, he takes the batteries out and throws the controller back in the basket. We have all the Wii controllers. Um, <laughs> well, as long but, as he doesn't throw it across the room like I would... He's fine, because you don't have to replace it. We threw it across the room, and it would go out our window and onto the main street. But, uh, yeah, you know, all things aside, it's a great game. The graphics are awesome. The colors are amazing. Um, the one thing I love about the Mario games is you read everything. Uh, you know, you don't have to listen to the stupid dubbed audio. Maybe you hear a, oh, and followed by a bunch of text. Um, the Ugh. characters are really cute, and the bosses are actually pretty well thought out. Um, there's a couple where you really got to think, um, you know, oh shoot, how am I going to kill this? Because you have different modes of attacking, um, of attacking different bosses. And when you go to different levels, there's more types of power-ups you can do to attack them. And it's, it's definitely an experience. Um, I have a lot of fun playing it, but at the same time, I can't really play it for longer than an hour or two at a time. Because, again, it's a really frustrating game. There's basically little levels that you have to walk on, travel across, and you can fall off of them. And if you fall off of them, you fall into a black hole and you have to start all over again. And you lose a wow. life, and eventually you're going to lose so many lives that you get a game over. It asks you if you want to save, and you just restart your Wii. <laughs> Jeez. Um, I'd say I'd give Super Mario Galaxy an 8 out of a 10 at the moment. <laughs> wow, you might piss off a lot of fanboys. <laughs> I, it's, such a, it's such a frustrating game, and I talked to Jamie about this. I know she and Andy played it for a little while, and she can back me up on this. Um, when you play co-op mode, you basically, one person controls Mario and runs around, and the other person has the option to collect the little star bits and put a defense shield up. But a lot of, a lot of the times... Um, you can in the way, and you'll turn to your significant other and scream, Why the heck did you do that? I was trying to jump. You made it so I couldn't jump, and now we died. <laughs> wow. 
I don't know. It's a great game. I really don't want to... I'm having trouble, I guess, reviewing it because I don't want to give any spoilers for those of you guys who are still trying to play it. Um, but yeah, it's got great audio. They brought back music I haven't heard since some of the older... Um, some of the older games. Uh, some of my favorite songs they've kind of remastered, remixed just a little bit um, from the first games um, all the way back on Nintendo. Um, you know, Boo, you get Boo in here, um, you got the Piranha Plants, Goopas, you got a ton, a ton of old characters, and a ton of really cute new ones. Um, I definitely recommend it. If you are any type of Mario or Nintendo fanboy, it's worth the $50. Because it's, it's not a fast game to beat. You'll, you'll probably spend, if you play it a lot, you'll probably spend at least a few days trying to beat it. It's definitely longer than Super Paper Mario. Um, it's worth the money, but again, it's nice. frustrating. So, if your girlfriend or boyfriend sits down and suggests you want to play this together, give them a fair warning. If you prepared, you might be spending the night alone. <laughs> um, as most of you guys know, I do live with my boyfriend, and it's it hasn't been fun this last week. <laughs> I'm debating. I can imagine. <laughs> I can but, definitely uh, yeah. imagine. You know, that uber long and boring review aside, um, Wii's, they're uh, definitely, definitely have some great releases um, this month and next month. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Brawl came out um, just recently, the 9th. Um, tons of people I know from the website have it. Um, I think within minutes of it being midnight um, on the East Coast, we had a couple people already going, Brawl! awesome and a couple other people going I live in Scotland I can't have it for a while um, yeah I thought that was kind of crazy I mean the shout box for the whole weekend and the beginning of that week of the release like I'd say 50% of the conversation has been about Brawl and for me it's driving me crazy because I'm not I a... didn't expect it um, when they first announced how Brawl was going to be a lot of people got angry and complained yeah, but in my opinion, I mean, I know this is probably going to happen a lot, and I'm probably going to tick off a lot of people saying this. The fanboys will find every reason why there's nothing wrong with it, and it's to me, it's kind of crazy. They just won't allow anything bad to be said about the game. <laughs> I haven't played it yet. So. About it. I, played, I briefly played the Japanese version. Oh, okay. Uh, one of my friends obtained a Japanese version. I got to briefly play it. I... Kind of, I guess I expected something different. I didn't really touch base enough about what it was going to be like. Um, I probably would have given it an 8.5 out of 10. I was really expecting to give it a lot higher. I yeah. haven't played the American version yet, so for those of you guys who are a little bit angry at me, you know, calm down, calm down. I, I haven't played the American version yet. Um, and actually, I did hear 5% of the American games were not working. Nitro, I thought you might be interested wow. in that. You brought up previously the Japanese games not working. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, the dust issue. and Well, mm -hmm. they say people who smoke. Um, I still think it's the fact that they're using dual-layer discs. And since it's the first game to do so, they weren't prepared properly for it. But, um... They keep moving back for all, especially I know when Japan started having that problem. So I think they greatly reduced the numbers that it the disc might not have worked. 
Yeah. But again, yeah, there's definitely prone to be problems, especially because, like, you know, for example, my Wii had been played in for a while. So, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't really looked further into the American cause, whether it was actually the dual discs or dust or some other language well, Nintendo might have come up with. Unfortunately, I know the Japan ones, you had to actually send your whole Wii in. So, you may be sitting there sharing the seat with uh, Microsoft uh, fans <laughs> and oh, sending like, your thing off in a coffin a for a couple of yeah, their version of the Red Wing of Ring, Red Wing, Red Ring of uh, Death. Um, Red Ring of Death. I swear my mind. Red Ring of Death. I swear my uh, mind's not elsewhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, so just uh, be aware that if that happens, you need to call Nintendo and let them know, and they should handle it with no problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also heard that I mean. You can you can always take your game back to GameStop and see if they have a copy, like they will. Um, and I, I mean, yeah, again, just call Nintendo. Um, if you don't know the number, Google search it, and they'll hopefully you know it's not happening to too many of you. I heard one person in the shout box had it happen to them. They were really angry. Really, um, I didn't see that. I can't. It was a guy. I can't remember who who it was, but I do remember it was a guy. Um, I don't, I don't know all the people necessarily by names. I know half of you guys <laughs> by faces and icons. So don't change your icons too often. I might forget who you are. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I changed my icon a lot. <laughs> I had a really crazy one this past uh, week. <laughs> so did, so did uh, Jamie. She caused a little bit of stir in the shout box. This- recently, last week. Yeah, I don't think we should discuss that. I don't think, uh, I we think Andy was ready to kill her. <laughs> who were there, for the guys who were there, you know what we're talking about. So I said, you were, you know what? <laughs> Stick around, you'll probably see it again. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's, it's a little crazy. So, <laughs> it's Yeah. But, um, yeah, I guess but, all Wii stuff aside, uh, I heard you've been, uh, playing a little bit of Army of Two? Yeah, um, just recently got it in. Um, haven't had the luxury of going online yet, um, but, uh, played some of the single player, uh, just testing it out to see how it was. Um, it's cool. I kind of wish I didn't spend $60 on it, but maybe that'll change when I start online. Uh, single player-wise, it's... Hmm. What's that? Sixty dollars, really? Yeah, I think the offline mode is maybe thirty dollars worth, or I'd buy it maybe on clearance at twenty. Um, it's got a lot of cutscenes. <laughs> like you're in the middle of a battle, you walk into an area and it's like cutscene. You're like, okay. Then you battle it, walk into another area, cutscene. It's like, okay. And the cutscenes aren't bad. It's just very frequent. And, um, I heard that they were being used as fillers, that Army of Two was shorter than a lot of people wanted. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, it's definitely, like, the first level was pretty short, in my opinion. But uh, the other thing is the AI. I wish that the AI was a little better. And when you tell your computer uh, partner to go advance, he just advances and picks a spot. 
I'd rather have it where it's like Rainbow Six, where I'm like, I look somewhere and I'm like, go there, and they go to that spot. They really don't have that. But I know the whole thing about the game is online play, and I'll be doing that soon. So you should hear me either praising or despising the game by the next episode. <laughs> oh, speaking of online, though, gotta let everybody know. Currently, you're not gonna be able to play with anybody outside of your region. If you're in the U.S. or Canada, you can play with them there. Can't play with the Europeans. Can't play with the Asians. They're not allowing you to leave your country right now due to what they call server issues like um, slow connections. Um, trying, I guess, they think they f- are claiming that to go across the pond. Uh, the server slows down, which I don't agree. I think we have slow enough people here, but they're saying they're trying to figure out a way to remedy it. But you'll probably never be able to play with the people who own the Asian version, though, due to the fact that they're not allowed to shoot corpses on the ground. <laughs> and since we have that feature, uh, they can't find a way to integrate it without ruining the gameplay for one side or the other. So... Definitely want to give you all an update next uh, time so I can tell you how the online play was. So look forward to that in the next show. And I look forward to playing it. I know a couple people on Pwn have it, and I look forward to playing with them. So if you have it, like I said before on the COD4, hit me up at my profile of G-Nitro. Well, I think that brings us to the top five. Yeah. Um, I have some rearrangements, but I know you had a couple games come out, so I know you're I looking at a new, uh, top five. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not so much a casual gamer. I basically take one or two games a year and I buy them because I, I can't afford to buy 50 games a year. And, and so I basically have to put a few fillers in for now, at least until some more games get announced. Um, <laughs> well, let's start us off. All right, well, um, as usual, every week, um, until this game comes out, you know, if we have to, till the day we die. Number one, of course, Duke Nukem Forever. Damn right. (laughs) I really have a lot of faith. That trailer, it seemed really legit, and I really think they're going to come out with it. Yeah, I really think it's going to be this year. I think it's going to be, I want to say, around... August, late summer, they're going to try to beat Gears. They don't want to come out around or after it because nobody's going to play it. So they got to get it out kind of like the way Bioshock did last year. They got to bring it out before the big games hit. And they've got to bring it out really close because, like last year, Amy Territory, Quake Wars, I think, released really, like, they released really late, but they released so late that Orange Box came out right after it. And everybody that I was playing any Territory Quake Wars with stopped playing to go play Team Fortress 2. Yeah, so not to mention they... Halo 3 had already been out. <laughs> and Call of Duty but, uh, 4 was coming out. I mean, you just, you gotta time it. <laughs> you gotta no, be careful when you out games out. But I'm saying, that doesn't help you. Well, yeah, there were so many big <laughs> games. Basically, uh, PC hasn't been doing too well um, recently. Um... <laughs> I guess with that point, you know, brings me to my number two, Left 4 Dead. Um, some big hope for PC gaming this year, and you know, all the a lot of other consoles. I know it's coming out. I know for sure on the 360. Um, 
Yeah, I think it's hitting all major consoles. I mean, the two major ones, I'll call them. Um, the two next gens, uh, PS3 and 360, are both getting it. So I'm definitely looking <laughs> forward to that. Xbox will probably get it. Um, <laughs> looking uh, forward to that. What's your number two then? Oh, uh, I've actually um, swapped. Uh, this one's moved up to my uh, second spot after reading more um, news and info on it recently with uh, IGN and uh, OneUp.com. But uh, Saints Row 2, the customization that they've talked about in the latest uh, issues of EGM and other things, unbelievable. I uh, can't wait. I can't wait to play it. Like. The customization is going to be to the point where you can't even, I mean, you can even um, make your character look like it's neither a guy or girl, but both. <laughs> they're making the customization. No, but I'm saying they're making the customization that detailed to where, and then later on, like the cribs and stuff like that, you're going to have more cribs. You're going to be able to do stuff to them and they're not just already there. Like, it's going to be a game that I think is really going to push um, GTA 4. I mean, GTA 4 is going to be huge. But I think this game is going to give it another um, boost of taking that formula and really improving upon it. Yeah. So Thanks, Rose. Definitely been setting the standard for sandbox games. Um I think GTA was really slacking off before Saints Row came out because there wasn't really any competition for him. Yeah, um, the driver games and all that out. sucked. <laughs> yeah. So Saints Row 2, you know, got some good hopes for you. Definitely. What's your uh, third? Um, third. <laughs> it is still Quake Zero, aka Quake Live. Uh, it still doesn't have an official release date, but ID will most likely, if anything, release beta by QuakeCon, which is um, the beginning of August. For those of you guys interested in attending, um, I will be there. Uh, Quake Zero is basically like Quake 3, remastered, redone, styled in the CPMA, for those of you guys who know what I'm talking about. Um, they've changed the netcode around a little bit. They've changed some of the weapons around a little bit. They've really gotten into the community for this one. Quake 4 was kind of a disaster because, you know, they went off and did what was really popular at the time um, and not necessarily what's a good game. And most people that went to play Quake 4 were basically people looking to compete. They weren't real fanboys of ID or anything. Um, and one world, you know, World Series of Video Games went under, Quake 4 pretty much died because there just wasn't enough of a community. Yeah. Uh, I know most people that played Quake 4 actually are now playing Unreal Tournament 3. So, you know, that kind of tells you that the game doesn't really last. Uh, I think Quake 0, um, aka Quake Live, I don't know what they're calling it yet. Um, definitely has some awesome potential because they're really getting the community involved. The Quake 4 community, the Quake 3 community especially, um, and not just the Americans, the you know the Canadians, um, the Europeans are definitely involved. Um, and with the uh, Inter Electronic Sports uh, World Cup, uh, they have a Quake 3 tournament this summer. I think that's definitely going to push Quake 0 to hopefully come out before the end of this year. And that's definitely nice. what I'm looking for. Um, <laughs> Quake 0. If, you know, I would be surprised if this actually gets pushed up beyond Left 4 Dead. Um, just because I'm a huge Quake fan. And my boyfriend is an amazing Quake player, and I support him and what he does. And 
if this game is awesome, I'll probably switch switch back to Quake to play with him some more. Wow, you're actually going to put that ahead of Valve? I might. Um, I'm a huge <laughs> Quake fan. I'm a, I'm a Valve 4, but I guess Quake, you know, my my friends and who I consider my family, they're all related with Quake. So if it gives me a chance <laughs> to go back, I probably will. Wow. I'm basically playing Counter-Strike because the Quake community is all pros right now. And if you're a noob, I mean, you can go and you can play, you can have some fun, but you're not going to get to do anything besides the pickup. Um, people stopped picking me because it's just, you know, it's just the good good players left. So I left a lot of that drama and picked up Counter-Strike. But um, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's hear your three. Sorry, I turned it to a review. Um, <laughs> oh, it's all right. Um, my number three uh, got bumped by Saints Row 2. This is Mirror's Edge, uh, which is the EA first-person game where they're taking it to the new level. Um, some more news that I've heard since then. Um, uh, not only is it like a third-person game, but in first-person view, the adventure style. When you're running through the city, things that um, you'll be able to use or utilize, jumps um, and other things, are going to be like red. They show up as red in the game because they're trying to keep you moving. I guess um, they don't want a lot of slowdown in the game, but um, so everything's gonna be red. Um, what what else I read? I read um oh, they're gonna have it where you don't really start off with a weapon. You're basically you're looking. You don't even you can get a weapon if you want, but that's not the point of the game. The point of the game is for you to get from point A to point B, basically, and make your delivery. If there's a cop on the roof, your best bet normally is to disarm them and keep running. That's basically what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it not focus on weapons. They don't want another Call of Duty. They don't want another Halo. They want you. They want a different gaming experience. And I think it's really sweet yeah, how they're working. That's a smart move too, because if you did need weapons and stuff. That that sounds almost exactly like uh, Left 4 Dead is almost entirely point A to point B. It's not it's not really like Counter Strike, you know, where you run around a map and kill everybody. Yeah. You've got it's very you know it's I guess they're kind of picking up where enemy territory Quake Wars kind of left off. And it's very strategic, um, very very strategic first person shooter, very interactive. So yeah. I just like the game companies are developing this new kind of cross-genre of game. Yeah, but this is... I think it's going to be a tough uh, sell because they're either going to nail it or it's going to flop. There's going to be no in-between with this game. Um, it's such a big leap forward in the first-person genre. Like, when you look down, you're not just going to be looking at ground. You're going to be looking at your body. Like, they want you to look like you're actually just looking as a head. So you see your body when you look down and stuff like that. They don't want just like where there's just like a gun or a weapon in front of you. So I think that's a really sweet idea. Um, I know they're still working out the physics for the camera-wise when you're running. Uh, they don't want to give you that Blair Witch effect where it kind of makes some people sick. Um, they said that's one of the big issues working out right now, and I think they're going to do it. Um, I know EA, I know a lot of times... Army of Two is one of the examples. Rush things out um, and kind of screwed things up. But I think the development team on this one, Dice, is definitely going to nail this one. But that's just my hopes. So 
What's your number four? <laughs> um, my number four is actually Wii Fit. Um, you guys probably heard me talking about it a little bit. Um, for those of you guys who don't know what it is, basically Wii has come out with a balance board that's got sensors. Um, they've got a bunch of interactive little mini games and things for it. And to my knowledge, um, they've got some other games like some. I've got a cheerleading game come out, but a a whole a whole line of games basically themed with the balance board. Um, and it's basically Wii's step to keep people healthy. Um, you know, Wii's a very family-orientated system. I know, especially in Japan, it's really popular because um, keeping healthy and, you know, I guess a lot of family-friendly things are really, really what's popular in Japan, and Nintendo knows that. And <laughs> Wii Fit kind of tackles that market, and I'm really interested. And to be honest, you know, I live in a second-story apartment. My apartment's built in the 20s. I can't play DDR anymore. Um, the closest yeah. DDR machine that works is an hour and a half away from my house. So I'm really hoping that Wii Fit will, you know, give me a chance to get back into shape because I, I know they, you know, you can measure your body max, your body mass index, and you know it has your little your little plan to see your progress. And so for those of you guys who, you know, like doing yoga and stuff, but don't want to whip out the Billy Blanks DVDs for fear of somebody catching you. Uh, Wii Fit is definitely a great excuse to get in shape and still play video games. To my knowledge, it's still priced under $100. I don't know if that means $99.99, but I do know that the price is going to be somewhere in that area. See, um, I don't know. My take on it, I think people are going to be disappointed and it's just going to be another gimmick. I think people <laughs> I think it's just know gonna... what to expect. It's not going to be, yeah. you know, well, I don't like, think... like Rock Band or Guitar Hero where it's... You know, it, it's basically it's we fit get in shape. That's that's what we fit yeah. is. It's not. Well, I look at it as the Japanese. Yeah, I can see them doing that and doing those type of games because they have some weird games for the DS and PSP and all that. <laughs> but I think here in the states, I think it's just going to turn into another gimmick, another casual party games with it, stuff like that. Uh, I really don't see it taking off like it would in in Japan. I don't. That's my personal take, off take as much on it. Japan. But I definitely think it's pushing the Wii closer to family-orientated center of the living room, uh, which is actually how my Nintendo was. Um, when Nintendo first came out, Duck Hunt, my whole family played it. Um, and the, all these really big interactive games for multiplayer that anybody can play are really getting popular. Um, you know, like I've mentioned before, uh, Christmas, my boyfriend and I went to his... Uh, his dad's house, and we all played Rock Band, and we were probably playing Rock Band till four o'clock in the morning. We were having so much wow. fun, and so these games definitely, I think, if if played correctly, you know, and if you know what to expect, I don't think there'll be so much of a letdown. Again, you know, Nintendo America tends to screw things over that Nintendo Japan does, <laughs> so I'm not gonna, I'm not completely defending it, but I definitely think there's some hope for Wii Fit. Um, for those of you guys who are health nuts looking to get in shape and use your Wii, you know, to maybe do some yoga or something, uh, the <laughs> Wii Fit's definitely for you. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, well, um, I guess that brings me to my number four. Mm -hmm. Um, this is another game that moved up a spot, uh, Tales of Vesper Vesperia, um, coming to the 360 by the 
it's another saga in the Tales um, line of games. Um, not much more new on the game, I guess. I really don't have much more new. It's just another role-playing game I gotta play. I gotta own. <laughs> I'm a, I collect role-playing games, especially some of the bigger name ones. But um, definitely looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully, when it comes out in Japan, I'm looking to get a Japanese 360. I may pick it up just to try it out and see if it's all cracked up to be graphics-wise. So once I get the Japanese 360 and it comes out, I'll definitely have more hopes for it, hopefully. I guess that's a lot of hope. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, that's about it for my number four. I really don't have any new news. Hopefully in the upcoming months, I'll be able to add to that, though. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. Number five. All right, um... I really had to think hard about this one. Uh, for those of you guys who may remember one of our discussions from last week, or were in the shout box um, for this episode, Hello Kitty Online, I did not get a chance to submit my video to be a part of the beta in time. So I'm really bummed because I wanted to t try it out. I've played games like Webkins and Neopets and stuff. And I'm I'm a Gaia online addict, and I you know I've played Fantasy Star, all that crazy happy anime, little MMO RPG things, and <laughs> no, not the music. <laughs> um, you know I basically just want to play it. I want to play it to see how successful it is, and to give me an excuse to never get off my computer. Yeah. <laughs> As you just heard, that was the music from HelloKittyOnline.com. We got hooked on that the first night we found this site. We were listening um, to it for hours. Yeah, I had it just <laughs> looping over and over and over again. And we got a bunch of other people listening to it <laughs> in the shout box. I don't know what it is about this song, but I started actually at work the next day. I was like, dun, 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 dun. I was like, oh god. People are like, what are you singing? I'm like, don't worry about it. I don't want. I don't know, and I don't want you to know. I just basically played dumb, like it was something I just heard somewhere. It was pretty bad. <laughs> Hello Kitty online. Seriously, I'll play it when it goes um open, because I just got. I have to. I got to see how disgustingly cute it's going to be and with that in mind i'm totally going to do a casual episode because a lot of companies are really picking up on this type of uh environment for kids um you know neopets has completely changed theirs they kind of ripped off webkins webkins has now a third party website that somebody's doing it um there's a whole bunch of other little kids toys littlest pet shop i know they're now doing it build a bear now has um, an MMO like little thing that if you go to the you know you go to the place and you build yourself a build a bear, um, <laughs> they give you a little code and you can go online and walk around the website. Wow. Well, build a bear has a DS game, which is kind of disgusting. But uh, you know, it's <laughs> definitely getting kids to I guess prepare themselves for online communities. Um, at the same time, these companies are really having to prepare themselves to. Um, to keep against child predators, and I was I was on Webkins for probably about seven months, and they actually proved very successful. Um, they had a great filter system. So for any of you guys um, who may have kids around the age to play these games, um, you know if you're really interested, I I do have to do a lot of research on these. I'm a nanny part time, and uh, I can tell you, you know what's safe for the kids your age, what they'll probably like. Um, 
and I think it's great that some companies are really, really looking to the little kids again. Because um, after, know, after Sega, the there, there was kind of like <laughs> an area of no little kid games. I, I mean, I had Rugrats and a few Barbie games for the PlayStation 1. Once PlayStation 2 came out, you started seeing a lot less. Um, I gotta go the other way, though, on the online thing. I think it's just creating future MySpace whores. <laughs> That's all. I think it's just preparing them for their no teenage. What, but if you introduce them to the right environment... <laughs> I mean, my introduction to the internet was, hey, we have AOL. Hey, there's this thing called AOL Instant Messenger. Hey, there's a chat room. Yeah, you know, I, I, I definitely, I think some type of community like this for little kids is great because it gets them used to interacting with people online because you know they're going to have to do it. Um, it's definitely a lot. It's, it's, it's pretty much modern culture now to be on the internet. Um, yeah, but my, well, I first found out about the net through CompuServe. That's how old I am. And BBSs. <laughs> That's how, I'm, I'm aging. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> we won't go into that. He's old, nah, guys. But, uh... <laughs> oh, you're not that oh. old. You're not 30 yet. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, a little over a year away. Um, but uh, anyway, before we go on a rant on that. <laughs> All right, Nitro, what's your number <laughs> five? My top five is uh, Crisis Core. It got bumped down mainly because it comes out in like two weeks. So... I kind of was like, well, I'll bump it down. Let some of the games that I'm anticipating for the future, because I already have it pre-ordered on Amazon, so still can't wait to play that game. I mean, it, it's just a prequel to Final Fantasy VII. I can't wait to play it just because of that alone. And it just boosts up my hopes that they'll finally bring out a Final Fantasy VII remake on the PS3. It's a long shot. Probably a bigger long shot than Duke Nukem Forever <laughs> at this point as they feel like they feel the need to remake every other Final Fantasy 2, 3, 4 times over before they even think about Final Fantasy 7. So <laughs> uh, can't wait for Crisis Core. I really can't. The system, the new uh, battle system and uh, little uh, whatchamacallit slot machine system is kind of odd but I definitely want to check it out. So that's my top five. It's Clover's top five, as you guys can tell. Hers changed more this time. Mine changed more last time. Mine was just a rearrangement, if anything. Hopefully, next show, I'll be able to change it all up. <laughs> I really wouldn't count on mine changing for a while. Uh, we Fit doesn't come out till April. So... <laughs> <laughs> But um yeah, you know, we uh we thank you guys for sticking along with this episode. I know it's a lot longer. Um definitely, than some of our definitely a lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> um but we do appreciate you guys listening. Uh we know we ranted a lot. We we both kind of again were laughing and joking and discussing a bunch of stuff before the podcast, so when we started recording we we weren't in the super fast hyper talking mode and just kind of laid back a little bit um and yeah again you know if you guys have any requests things you want to hear um games you want to talk about if you have a little review and you want us to say like two sentences or three sentences like this guy thought this game was awesome this guy thought this game was awesome um any games we haven't touched base anything you're curious to know about you know, send us a message, leave us a comment, uh, pwned.com slash total meltdown. 
Um, for those of you guys who are on our MySpace, um, we'll be updating that a whole bunch soon. Uh, we just haven't had the time yet. Um, that's myspace.com slash totalmeltdownshow. Um, and the summer's coming close, and hopefully we'll be having a chance to go to a bunch of events um, and meeting you guys. And Definitely. I'm looking to go to Otakon, so if anybody wants to let me know if they're going as well. I mean, no. Uh, looking to probably get a meet together while I'm there. And I'm for sure going to uh, Acon and QuakeCon as well, and I'll be in charge of the meets there. Nice. Um, I know we'll probably announce um, eventually places that everybody's going to be going. Um, we hope to have a few pwned.com meets for this year, and we'll share more information about that in a later podcast. So stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and like I always say, i got to keep bumping this up. It'll happen probably sometime next month, hopefully. Um, our Girl Gamer Show. Definitely. Um, it's definitely not going to be what you expect, though. I'm telling you right now. Oh, it's, it's gonna not going to be like... fight, jello, and pudding, and mud. It's going to be flung everywhere. You know, pillow, yeah. pillow, pillow fight, <laughs> and giggling, and whatever it is you boys fantasize about. And, and fangirls, you know, can't leave them out either. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah that so show definitely will look, be coming up soon. Um, yeah, it'll definitely be an eye-opener, in my opinion, and might change a lot of people's thoughts on the girl gaming culture. So um, definitely look forward to that. We're currently going over people to join us on the show. So um, other than that, until next time, you know, keep it Hello Kitty online. <laughs> dance, dance! <laughs> Alright. <laughs> well, um, so uh, we look forward to entertaining y'all again next time. Hope y'all enjoyed the interview with uh, Jamie, Violent and Delicious. Um, next time, we're hoping to get um, everybody's favorite contest whore. <laughs> uh, Blue Wolf 72. Yeah. yeah. Another behind-the-scenes person, so um, he's the one who helped put together the Valve contest. For those who didn't know, I guess I should put that out there since we talked about it earlier. Um, the he contest helped, uh, that I'm going to win? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he put it together and uh, got the prizes out. And Oh, I hope you all enjoyed. I hope you all did get the tune-in. I almost forgot to even talk about this. Uh, Aaron and Andy were both on uh, Pwned Radio um, 97.1 out there in Detroit, Michigan. Hope y'all tuned in on that one. It was a good show. And in fact, uh, they held a little uh, raffle or drawing or call-in thing. And Dropkick Dog from Pwn.com won. Figure that one out. <laughs> so, um, yeah, hope y'all saw that. Yeah, it should be up on the site. Um, if it's not by the time this airs, look forward to it. They're going to have a replay of the whole thing. So check that out. And um, keep tuning in to Total Meltdown. We thank you. This has been G Nitro. And Clover. All right. Till next time.